peoples. Welcome to another episode of Rock the Boat OKC, where we talk to people who are unafraid to do the thing that rocks the boat in their own lives and in our community and that I think you need to know about. So this week, we have Stephanie Smith, the owner of Zen Bookkeeping. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Thank you, Jamie. Absolutely. So did you kind of specialize in small business bookkeeping right yes yes that's my my niche if you will i wanted to yeah help the small businesses that tend to get overlooked by big cpa firms right well and one of the reasons that i realized i needed to have you on is because obviously i pretty much only talk to small (laughs) business owners and one of the things that i've heard more than once is if i ask them like what surprised you the most about starting your own business and they're like The numbers. Like, I didn't even think about the numbers. Mm -hmm. And so it occurred to me, maybe we should kind of, you know, for people who are just starting or thinking about starting, talk about how important the numbers actually are. (laughs) So what do you find, like, what's the biggest mistake that most small business owners make? Oh, the number one, that's so easy, it's right <laughs> off the top of my head here, um, is that they commingle their personal funds with their business funds. And most of the time they're using their personal funds to launch a business. And so it does cause difficulty in the beginning to get those separated. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that's the number one. It's it's very difficult to re-review the numbers when we're having to look at your personal and your business versus just the business. That makes sense. So what should like how what should people do when they're wanting to start a business to like make sure that doesn't happen? If you're starting a very small business where you're not sure if it's going to get off the ground or it's going to be just a side business for a while, open a second bank account even um, in your personal name and have that dedicated to what's going in and out of the business. If you're wanting to start and, and jump into something larger, making an LLC and having a business bank account would be your your path there. Right. Okay. So if you wanted to make an an LLC, how do you what do you what do that what do you, how do you do that? So you you pick a name. So that's the funnest part of it is you have to pick a name. Uh-huh. Um, it can be whatever you want. It can be you know Stephanie Smith Bookkeeping or something more fun than that. And then you go to the Secretary of State and you apply for that name, and then you take that paperwork to the bank. And they'll open a business bank account for you. Okay. So speaking of... Hey, Jamie, I'm sorry. Oh, man. Richard. Uh, Lower your mic. Okay. So if they want to start a second... They need to start a second bank account. You said start an LLC. Like, how do they do that? So they would go to the Secretary of State website. um, Would be create a business LLC. Pick a name. Whether that be, you know, Stephanie Smith bookkeeping or something a little more fun than that. Um, And you'll be able to search that name to make sure that that's available. And then you would create that LLC and then take that paperwork to the bank. And the bank would then open a business bank account under that business name. Okay. So you said, you know, pick a name. It can be any name you want. And that's, you know, half the fun is picking your Mm -hmm. name. So I just, you know, a little bit off track here, but your business name is Zen Bookkeeping. Mm -hmm. So where did that come from? I wanted to make the numbers easy. Um, I mean, growing up, 
the numbers are difficult. They were difficult for my parents. Just watching that struggle and um, watching just the people around me. I mean, they don't teach this in school. So I wanted to bring clarity to the numbers for small business owners. Okay. Make it all zen. That's right. Gotcha. (laughs) Nice. Very cool. So how did you decide you wanted to be a bookkeeper? Okay. Actually, first, I actually want to ask this question. What is the difference between a bookkeeper and an accountant? So really, the difference between a bookkeeper and accountant, a bookkeeper is going to take your day-to-day numbers. Mm -hmm. They're going to be taking, every time you swipe your card in a day, those transactions have to be coded under a certain category, whether they be meals, office supplies, um, cost of goods sold, things like that, um, and take them and track them in a a spreadsheet, in a sense, Mm -hmm. um, so that you know where your money's going on a day-to-day basis. An accountant's going to look at the big picture. Where in general are you making profit? Where is the money going out for the year? And how can we make that your profit margin larger? Okay. So they're going to go the big picture. All right. So bookkeeper is your day to day. Accountant mm-hmm. is your like annual or quarterly or right, right. thing. All right. So bookkeepers don't do taxes? Not typically not. I mean, you can have bookkeepers that do, do that do taxes with their bookkeeping. Um, which I do, um, or you'll have your standalone bookkeeper okay. who only focuses on on bookkeeping. All right. So some bookkeepers do taxes and some don't. Basically, That's right. Is what That's you're saying. Right. <laughs> cool. All right. So back to my previous question. How did you? Because to me, like I am not a numbers person, and the idea of spending my career with numbers is horrible. <laughs> and I am so thankful I there are people. Yeah, I'm sure. Like I'm so thankful there are people like you, but I don't understand. <laughs> so what drew you to bookkeeping? It was fate, really. Oh my uh, I mean, which is silly to say, but um, I switched schools in high school. I was going to a new school um, in the middle of the year. There weren't any fun electives to choose from. And I was just forced into one that was available. And that just happened to be an accounting elective. And I fell in love. I was good at it. The teacher was great. um, And I had fun with it. And I was like, okay, let's just keep going. Went on to Francis Tuttle and then on to college and, you know, my bachelor's degree in accounting. So you, oh, okay. So you got a bachelor's degree in accounting, but you chose bookkeeping instead of like being a CPA? Yeah. um, You know, I still have hopes and dreams, not necessarily a CPA. I decided that that wasn't right for me, but becoming an EA, which is an enrolled agent um, with the IRS. Um, But no, a CPA, you know, I went back and forth through my career and whether or not I wanted to become that. And I worked under a CPA and got to see what that entailed. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm more interested in bookkeeping and tax and CPAs um, really outside of that. They do auditing and valuation for businesses. And that's just not something I was interested in. They also have, um, you know, um, audits that they have to do with other CPAs throughout the year and some some very large requirements. Okay. Um, But as far as auditing and valuation, it just wasn't something that I was interested in. Fair enough. I guess we'll allow that. (laughs) So how did you pick small businesses? Like to for that to be your niche? Well, I I didn't come from money. It was a struggle for me and my family and understanding how money worked, and that's not exactly something that school helps you with. And so 
amplifying that into a small business and having to do business finances as well. And these small business owners are spending their all day, their whole day working in their business and for their business, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then coming home and working on their accounting at night and continuing to sacrifice their time with their families. And I don't want, I don't want that for them. I want them to be available for their families. I want to be the one working the numbers at night so that they can spend time and create those memories with their families. Nice. Yeah. So you're, I'm assuming would be like for businesses that are not quite big enough to have like an in-house bookkeeper. Right. But I mean, realistically, a lot of business owners are not, they're not numbers people. Mm -hmm. So no fun. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. There's no point in spending your nights pulling your hair out, trying to yeah figure out the numbers. So what, like, I don't know if you want to talk specific numbers, but I'm guessing a lot of small business owners are like, I don't have the money to do that. I don't have the money to hire a bookkeeper. Like, what do you say to that? Well, I I say that it's going to pay off in the long run. Um, To be honest with you, you're going to spend a lot more getting through tax time and and spending your, I mean, every hour you're working in your business is a billable hour. You could be using that to bring more money in, or you could be using that to, spin your wheels at night trying to figure out your accounting and possibly lose dollars on your tax return because the numbers aren't where they're supposed to be. Right. I bet CPAs love companies that have bookkeepers because I'm just like, everything's in order. That's right. Yeah. And they're just like, Oh, this is easy. Cause yeah, I'm sure my CPA hates me. Cause I'm like, I don't know. Here's my receipts. Do my That's taxes. Right. And I mean, never complains, but <laughs> I'm sure. <he> hates it. <laughs> <laughs> so other, uh, Yeah. I need to, I need to use your services. <laughs> what the deal is. Cool. So what is your favorite part of being a bookkeeper? Getting to see all the different industries and all the different types of people. Um, it's really fun from getting to learn about a massage therapist or a farmer or a trucker and getting to see the inner workings of that business. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. Cause you would, I'm sure there's things that you like, no, people don't even think about, you know, would right. go on like, oh, you have to actually do that or pay for that or that's right, whatever. Or just like with a farmer, I was talking with my husband just the other day and just the fascination of um, a cow that births additional cattle for you being considered an asset versus a bull that cannot produce additional. It's it's either sold for the meat or reproduction. And that's more of a an expense to you. Oh, so, so you, you have cattle, you have but you have two different like 10 cows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So it's more like putting these things in like the asset liability category that mm-hmm. most people don't think I, that's like a whole whole thing. Like you look at your business and probably most people don't really give any consideration to is this an asset or is it a liability? That's and, right. Or if it, is it an expense and is it a deductible expense? deductions we like deductions that's deductions right. are <laughs> <Saving money. laughs> i love deductions very cool okay so what is your your least favorite part um i mean just tax time in the hours right oh the, yeah um you got it's fun but it does, it's also exhausting so you get the, that piece of it you're in your moment and you're you're on the go and you're you're getting through 
as much as you can in a four month period. Um, but it can also be very exhausting, exhausting on you, exhausting on your family. So right. it's about finding that that happy medium and, and making sure that you're you're continuing to remember that you need time for yourself and to recharge and yeah, right, keeping those right. healthy habits. You're no good to your clients. You're like blurry eyed and <laughs> the numbers are that's exactly right. <laughs> going that's crazy. Exactly right. right. Yeah. Nice. So that's been a, a learning curve in, in the business, but hopefully uh, every year I get better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, of course. So how many years have you been doing this? I have I've gone on four years um, with my own business. Right. So. Yeah. Very cool. And how, yeah. how many years have you been doing it total? Well, I mean, it goes back to, right, all the way back to a junior in high school. So True. It's, it's you took those life. classes That's right. in high school. So you probably know a thing or two. It's been a lifelong love. Nice. That's so weird. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so do you, I mean, like, how do you, you know, what are your plans for the future for your business? Continue helping small businesses. Yeah. Help as many as that I, as many as I can. Yeah. So you're doing this part time right now. I am, yes. And you're, but you are, I'm assuming, wanting to go full time. Yeah, yeah, I think if that's what the path follows, um, I'm slowly growing. Um, I'm not advertising super big, um, because I want to make sure that the clientele that I have is is taken care of, and that any new person that I take on can be taken care of. And so it's it's been a slow progression, um, but I'm very fortunate that the universe and has brought to me exactly what I needed when I needed it. So in that aspect of it, um, it's in it's in the hands of the universe, and I know that the path that I'm supposed to be on, I am. That's beautiful. Yeah, I love that. So do you have like a criteria for like business owners that you take on, you know, or do you just take on like any business owner that comes your way? You're like, my main focus is small business owners and the service business, typically owners that are, are doing the job, like I said, during the day, as well as coming home at night and having to deal with all of the administrative work on top of their day. Um, so that service-based industry. Mm -hmm. So like, like some massage therapists, hairstylists. Absolutely. Plumbers, uh, truckers. Farmers, uh, apparently. Yeah, HVAC. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. In that way, I guess you don't, I'm assuming you don't have to really deal with like inventory and stuff like that. Yeah, I am familiar with inventory um, and the e-commerce section of it, but it is a lot more entailed to it. And I just, I, I'm not comfortable with the capacity of that at this time. Ah, Okay. Gotcha. So is there something that business owners can do to make your job easier? Like, don't put your receipts in a shoebox. Kind of <laughs> if they're in a shoebox, at least they're all in one place. This is true. Okay. <laughs> so kudos to keeping them all in one place. Because documentation is gold, right? Right. Um, yeah. The more documentation that you have, the better picture that it paints for the, the bookkeeper or the accountant so that we understand why you purchased it, when you purchased it, what was it for, um, things like that. That makes sense. So, okay, it's all right to put your receipts in a shoebox. If you're more org organized than that, <laughs> then bless you. Um. <laughs> so basically, I mean, is that like kind of the number one thing people can do, though, is keep your receipts? Keep your receipts. Um, 
I encourage you to run all expenses through a business bank account or at least a separate bank account. Right. Um, the more you use your debit card um, and even checks, checks can be a little bit of a headache, but they're not they're definitely not bad because we get a we get an image from the bank on that. So right. we can see that. Um, but the more cash you use, the more difficult it is to track and the more receipts you're going to have to keep a hold of. Oh, right. That makes sense. And I mean, really, I'm assuming most business owners use their card. For everything. Absolutely. Anyways. But you do have those cash businesses. I know dog grooming, um, places yeah. like that, that are more cash. Um, and the marijuana industry is very cash. Um, so yeah. some, sometimes you have to. And so in that aspect, definitely keep your receipts. That makes sense. But if you can, stick to your debit card and checks. Right. There we go. Debit cards and checks, people. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So is there, what's like the craziest kind of situation you've had to deal with? Obviously not naming any names. When you do have a business bank account, don't use it for personal. I've seen some pretty um, crazy transactions come through a business (laughs) bank account. Um, Learning a little more about the business owner than I'd like. Uh, that's so disturbing (laughs) yes you you can't hide it from your spouse but you're not hiding it from your book (laughs) just to work on keeping that business and personal separate okay get yourself a third bank account for those special (laughs) purchases that you need to hide (laughs) all right so do you have to like deal with the the IRS and all of that stuff very much or is it mainly just I can help business owners navigate um communications from the IRS that they receive once I become an EA which I'm working on and I've already passed one of the three tests needed for that I can actually represent my clients before the IRS Um, but as of right now I'm helping them navigate the the letters primarily that they receive and what they mean and what they're requesting so that we can satisfy those and move on because it can be very scary for Nobody any business to letter. owner to get an IRS letter in the mail. Yeah, yeah. that's a bad thing. Nobody wants that. <laughs> they're, not, they're not all bad, but yes, they kind I mean, of give you a heart attack. Think, unless they're actually saying, here's your money back. That's right. Then. <laughs> they're all bad. <laughs> so how long, like, how, how long is that? The EA and all of that. It's like- really just studying and passing the exams. Um, but the exams are pretty difficult and the study material is kind of long. Um, so I've been studying for about a year and a half. Wow. Yeah. You got to be dedicated <laughs> to that goal. Well, it is a lifelong love. So. Yes, yes. I hope it's still a lifelong love once you're done <laughs> when I'm done, that. yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, I hate this now and I'm getting out. <laughs> no. But that's not the case. She's in it for the long haul. That's right. Sorry, I didn't mean to throw anybody off there. So is there a certain type of business that you like? Is your favorite? Oh, just a business owner that's willing to to learn. And have oh, and, yeah. and and have a growth mindset, right? Very cool. 
Yeah. So like somebody's not going to argue with you about everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I want a business owner to be passionate and have a passion to understand their numbers, yeah. um, but also understand that there's a lot of different ways to handle dif- different scenarios um, and that we want to learn about each one of those to be able to pick the best path forward right. for that business. So then what does like working with you actually like involve as a business owner, if I want to work with you, what, I mean, what, what, what does that, what does that look like? At first, it's really just a conversation to understand your needs. Uh, Before we dive into any numbers, we want to get to know each other and make sure we're a good fit for each other. Um, That uh, you are, that the business owner is comfortable uh, just as people. Face right, to face. Right. Like, right? I like you. You like right. me. <laughs> We're going to get along. <laughs> and just make sure that I can help you with the needs that you have. Um, because some things might be above above my threshold. And if that's if that's the case, then I can refer you out to a CPA, to an EA or to somebody that can help you along the way. Um, but we would just have a conversation to start out with. And depending on where you are in your business, that's going to determine the path that we take. And it's going to be tailored to you. It's going to be specific to your needs as a business owner. All right. So then what do I have to do to like make I don't I mean, I don't mean to hire you, but like on a monthly basis or whatever, what do I what do I have to do to make this work? Track your income and expenses and whether you do that on pen and paper, an Excel spreadsheet, QuickBooks um, or any other bookkeeping software. You want to track what's coming in, your total income for the month and what's going out and kind of group those by category. Is that office supplies? Is that fuel? Is that materials? Is that postage? You know, right. and just group those by category and, and just keep that consistency throughout the year. If you're going to group them by those categories, keep those categories throughout the year. Right. I know I've used QuickBooks in the past and it is wonderful for tracking like categories for mm-hmm. categorizing yes. stuff. It will help you categorize stuff because I know tracking receipts is kind of a pain. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I am a QuickBooks online pro advisor, um, which pretty much means that I can help you if you do dive into QuickBooks and um, you either need assistance with that or um, or decide that you're in over your head and want somebody to take it over completely. So you can do that. Like I, so I say, I don't want to deal with, I mean, like, I just want you to handle it. Give me a report once a month. Let me know what my numbers are that you can do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's a dream come true because, ugh. That's right. (laughs) Numbers. If you you get into QuickBooks and you've been trying to do it for yourself, we can also offer cleanup assistance where, you know, especially during tax time, this is very relevant to where people have tried their best all year to keep up with it and they just haven't been able to. And now it's tax time and they're against uh, the calendar and they're just needing to get it done. And what I offer is a multi-point inspection to show you where you're at currently with your books Mm -hmm. and then make a plan for where you want to be. And so you you can sign up for that. You get to take that document home, even if you don't decide to work with me continuing the cleanup process, if you just wanted an assessment of your books. If you do decide to work with me, the fee for that is discounted from your cleanup fee. Okay, nice. Discounts. Yeah. We like discounts. Discounts are good. <laughs> cool. So does your, so you have a son. I He's, do. 
So he just turned six. He right? just turned like, six. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so does he seem to have the the head for numbers? Oh my goodness! Uh, yes, yes. Uh, it's blown me away. But I mean, anytime we're in the car and he's counting. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, he thinks the calculator is a game. Oh wow! He he's just, a little so, weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> we all are. Friends uh, in the family. He loves it. Um, instead of counting sheep, he's just counting numbers. Oh, wow. So it's it's absolutely adorable. He's getting into math equations now, and it's it's a, it's beautiful. Oh, He's constantly drilling dad and I, uh, you know, what's five plus five? What's 10 minus two? Um, keeping us on our toes. Sweet. <laughs> Just wait till he's throwing algebraic equations. I know. I know. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know what the Pythagorean theorem is anymore. Right. <laughs> Very cool. So maybe one day you can pass zen bookkeeping down i would love to pass the knowledge on to him absolutely if that's what he wants to do right so is your husband like numbers person too or see the oddball so he's um he's great at quick math oh um i'm envious of um (laughs) he's he's really great at it um but he's more hands-on and he's he just loves anything that's hands-on um he so throw up playing a, football or yard work, tinkering on a car. So it sounds like he goes at your house. You got the best, like you got the numbers, the book smarts and all. Not that he's not smart, but I mean, he's yeah. like the, here's how you fix it. Of course, you know how to fix a car too. I, yeah. Yeah. That's that kind of how we met. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those interesting things. Like you like legit know how to fix a car. Not yeah. like change your oil. I mean. I can. Right. Yeah. But change your starter, things like that. Yeah. 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 So and fix your bookkeeping. Yeah. <laughs> I will put your Jack books in order trades. and your car. It's great. <laughs> yeah, because I remember seeing you did like a video like on Facebook showing people how you changed your radio face or yes. something. Not like the yeah, radio. my Cadillac Q screen went out. Yeah, um, there you go. Yeah, that, it was. I was like, what the? That was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're, you know, you're more than numbers. Yeah, <laughs> and you just hide it <laughs> so yeah yeah are there any like do you have any other secret talents um i'm kind of macgyver i can fix almost anything it's it's kind of crazy nice yeah so give you a, a paper clip and a piece of gum and right <laughs> we're out of this locked room that's right <laughs> nice i have that's that fix cool. it mindset i guess <laughs> I guess I could see that makes sense. You like fix people's books, fix people's cars or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or VCR or not VCRs. Pfft. Like just throw that VCR in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. I'm kind of jealous because I don't have, I don't know that I don't have that ability. I just don't, I'm lazy, I think. No. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't. I know you are, you have that same mindset. Yeah, but I don't. You don't give yourself enough credit. I don't. I don't want to do it though. I'm like, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm driving a Cadillac and not a, <laughs> not something I have to fix every day. So. Well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I'll be like, let's take it to Stephanie. She likes to fix stuff. <laughs> <laughs> She's got all the time in the world. <laughs> so, like, I mean, obviously, you think like taxes, tax time, all of that, like horrific stuff (laughs) what's the rest of the year like is it so the bookkeeping is really for management purposes 
you can do tax bookkeeping and you can do management bookkeeping. But at the end of the day, your profit and loss and balance sheet, which are your reports that you derive from your bookkeeping, are should be reviewed on a regular basis to see where your numbers are to help make decisions for the right. year, right? Um, to understand what's in the bank account, where your money's going, and to adjust that for plans of growth or expansions going forward. So you're just like a great business partner. <laughs> you're the, the financial brain. I try to be. Yeah. If, just brainstorming business ideas and keeping your numbers in mind. I mean, it kind of brings it full circle. Very cool. Yeah. So I really think that I need to hire you. <laughs> and I know I've been saying that for a while and I just don't. <laughs> well, it's not as scary to get started as a lot of people think. Like I said, it starts off with a phone call. And depending on your needs, we can just do a simple assessment of your books to get to know them better. And you still have time to make a decision on whether or not you want to work with me. Um, I know that the industry has been known for a business owner going to an accountant and I need my books cleaned up. Okay, now give me, you know, $5,000 and I'll get right. them cleaned up for you. Yeah. Okay, agree. well, I just <laughs> met you. Um, so it's it's a period of trying to get to know each other and make sure that we're comfortable with the arrangement going forward. Have you ever, like, not taken a client on because you just don't like them? Well, I mean, I think every business owner has to decide to have people in their life that helps lift them up. Right. You know, yeah. surround you with people that make you feel good and, and help you provide a life that feels good. So I've never turned anybody away, um, but I hope to attract people that want the same in their life. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Very cool. So you said um, have a separate bank account. Yes. Track your expenditures mm -hmm. in QuickBooks or hire a amazing bookkeeper to do that for you <laughs> <That's right. laughs> are there any like like what's one or two more tips that you have found that business owners just don't think about that they should is there anything else you can deduct more than you think oh really okay if you are running your business out of your house you can take a portion of those utilities. You can take a portion of your internet expense. You can take a portion if you're using your cell phone, your personal cell phone on a regular basis. You can take a portion of that expense. So it's if you talk to an accountant, if even if you're not ready to take on the expense of having a monthly bookkeeper, because we can even offer things outside of monthly bookkeeping. We can do just a quarterly review, which is every three months or even a yearly review before it gets to the tax preparer to make oh, yeah. sure that everything's in order. Um, so you could be coding all of the expenses throughout the year and we can just have a conversation and look through on a regular basis. Um, but talk to, talk to a bookkeeper, talk to some, somebody experienced right. that can help you navigate what is deductible and what's not. Because nine times out of 10, you can deduct more than you think. Nice. So if you have a, like a, I don't know, a plumber mm -hmm. and they, so obviously they have a truck, they have a tools and mm -hmm. they have, and they go to, to, do they, I guess if they have a, like a brick and mortar place then they're probably not going to be able to like deduct any of their home expenses. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you're not working out of your home, you don't get to deduct those expenses. But if you are splitting your time between an office and your home office, mm -hmm. then yes, you still get to deduct those expenses. Um, if you have a vehicle that you're using primarily for working in the business, then that becomes a deduction as well. 
You get that mileage. You get those repairs, especially if it's 100% use in the business. Right. Okay. Here's a question. Mileage. I remember back when I was doing like lost selling life insurance, Mm -hmm. but mileage. such, do you have any recommendations for tracking mileage? Cause that is a huge pain. (laughs) Use an app for your phone, something like mile IQ. Mile IQ. It is an amazing app that tracks your progress of wherever you're going. It's like it recognizes that you're on the go and it tracks from one point to the other. And you can determine whether that's business or personal just by a swipe. That is beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Is it free or do you have to pay for that? I believe it's free. You can probably get add-ons just oh, like with yeah, every app. Of course. Right. <laughs> right. Nice. That is a beautiful thing. I just know that was like the bane of my existence. Yes. And I mean, at minimum, write down your mileage at the beginning of the year and write it down at the end of the year. Maybe have a calendar reminder on your phone. Wait. Okay. So what, I mean, if you write it down at the beginning of the year and the end of the year, how do you determine what's what? You can have a percentage. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So ideally, ideally we want the actual exact miles. Right. Right. But if you don't do that, then like a certain percentage of your miles can be. Something's better than another. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Get those deductions, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. All right. Well, like got one more, one more tip for us, small business owners. So you can think of, if you can't, I'm not trying to like put you on the spot. Think of something now, Stephanie. (laughs) (laughs) You've given us a lot already. Just do what you love. That makes sense. And everything else will come together. There you go. And 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 lean on people that make your life feel great. Do a business with people that you actually enjoy doing business with. That is just a great all-around business tip. Because sometimes we think, I've done this. Like, I just need the business. I just need a client. I need the money. So right. I'll take whatever. And then you're miserable. But not only are you miserable, you don't do a very good job. Or maybe that's just me. But like, if I'm not. If you're not happy, you're not giving your best. Right. And you're like, oh, I don't want to do this because this person sucks. And so then you don't do as good a job as you should. And eventually you probably get fired anyways. And then you have a bad reputation. So just work with people you like. That's right. So there you go. Cool. All right. So. One of the things I like to ask is, do you know, well, especially for small business owners and not even have to be somebody doing something interesting. Normally that's like, do you know anybody that I should talk to? But are there any other like businesses that service small business owners that like people should consider taking on? Are there any other, you know? If there's not, that's okay. It's not that big a deal. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. But if you do know of anybody who like does like unusual stuff that I just think would be interesting to have on the show. I think Siren Media. She's a, um she's an amazing it's an amazing woman um owned advertising firm that um I mean I look up to her. Oh yeah. She is she embodies everything about living life to its fullest and doing what you love. Um and helping those around you. Oh, nice. So, yep. She's Siren Media. Absolutely amazing. Okay, cool. I'll have to, I'll have to check her out. Yeah. So if people do want to hire you, how do they find you? Um, you can go to my website, which is www.zenbookkeeping.net. Or you can find me on Facebook at Zen Bookkeeping Okay. Cool. All right. And she is a lovely and wonderful person. And I highly recommend just just talking to her. 
Yeah. It's amazing. If and you then just want to grab a coffee, we can do that. Or if you're interested in working together, I'd, I'd be happy to chat. Sweet. All right. Well, that is going to do it for us. If you would like to engage with Rock the Boat OKC, we're on Facebook, Instagram. I actually did create a YouTube channel also. There's only a couple of our episodes are on there, but there you go. Rock the Boat OKC. Um, feel free to email us if you know anybody that you think that I should talk to. Or if you're interested in being a sponsor, it's rtbokc at gmail.com. And, you know, be sure and listen, follow us, subscribe. We're on all of the places. Our episodes drop every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Thanks for tuning in.